Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome. Hey, welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. You know, thank you so much for your absolutely unbelievable support. Thank you for all of the above. And thank you for supporting all of our hosts and co-hosts as well. I'm Dr. Pat, and I'm joined by my main man, Mr. Benny. Howdy, howdy. Yeah, boy. Mm -hmm. How are you today, B? I'm doing pretty good. Thanks for asking. And yourself? Uh, I'm good. Guess what day today is? Uh, Wednesday. Uh, in particular, no, ping, unless it's some pong, ping pong day. Oh, ping pong day. Oh, okay. Ping pong day. I thought ping it was like a day. fancier day, like, you know, bubble yeah, wrap day or pong. something. Yeah. And, and just for those of you that are now emailing me, my new nickname, thank you, ping pong patty. Very good. I'm actually going to get like a little t-shirt of that. Thank you all for sending those in. Thank you. And they all blamed you, Benny, by the way. They How said, they blame we think we heard- me. Don't blame they said, me. They were like, you think we heard Benny say it? I'm and sure I'm like, I think, I think you might. <laughs> it might have been thrown in with all the other ones. Yes. I know. Well, you know, part of this is, you know, wh- what is it about what happens when Benny and I show up? Look, this is about a joy journey for us. And it has been for me, you know, to be able to express myself in, and, and take some amazing guests, hosts, co-hosts, and really feature them, bring them up close and personal to all of you. That is what gets me up every day and gets me so excited. And today, it's especially exciting because I get to introduce all of you to a fabulous new host, Lynn Horde. And we are going to be talking about her upcoming show. But more importantly, what does this mean to have a joy journey. What is the secret weapon for creating a happy, fulfilled life? How is it that joy plays such an enormous role, but differently when you hear the way Lynn talks about it? She's a consultant. She's a founder of Joy School. Uh, She's also somebody that's been out in the world in the creation around joy how it can be infiltrated in all parts of our life, inspired, absorbed, all of the above. She's a certified coach and facilitator. She works with entrepreneurs to craft their businesses, but most importantly, brings that element, that energy of joy to her work and therefore her clients. And so not only will you be able to hear about what she's created, her own style of talking about joy, but more than that, her enormously deep toolkit. Everybody get ready. Uh, yep, give me the joy. Hey, Lynn, how are you? Great to have you. Pat, such a pleasure to be here. How you doing? 
Awesome. Pretty cool. Good. I kind of let go of what you and I were talking about during the break. Um, oh, yeah. Hey, look, I'm going to ask you, are you, yeah. a, are you a ping pong queen? Is that what I'm hearing? Right, Benny? Uh, that's to say the queen? least. Yeah, I think uh, yeah. Wow. Queen, Queen's up there. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, oh, ping pong no. patty now, better known as <laughs> oh, ping pong patty. Can I tell you how much fun, how much joy I get out of playing ping pong? <laughs> I tell you, next time I'm over there, oh, you and I having a game of ping pong. Okay, sounds oh, like yeah. we have a transcontinental oh, uh, championship uh, ready to <laughs> you know it. <laughs> go Facebook Live <laughs> I mean, with next time there, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> Should I go ahead and order the ping pong patty shirts, Thin Lynn? What do you think about Yeah, I do. I, I'll be on it. I'll be on team ping pong patty. Let's go. Let's do it. It's so fun. I, can I ask you, because we are talking about fun and we're talking about practical ways to bring more joy. What is it about ping pong? I mean, what do you find about it? I mean, people have asked me, they've seen me play and they've seen the entire energy in my body and my spirit change. I can't explain it. How would you explain it? Yeah, that's a good question. And I actually had a recent, I was just uh, visiting friends over actually on the uh, west coast of, no, east coast of America. And we spent an entire night playing ping pong and there were giggles and shrills (laughs) and like all kinds just, and we could have, we could have kept playing all night long. And I think it's because it's such fun, but it's also you really you have to be really focused and present when you play yeah. ping pong, especially if you want to be good at it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so and that's one of the things I talk about is joy is in when you are really present in the moment. So I think that's probably one of the reasons why it's so much fun. And it's a game. Like we love games. We just don't give ourselves enough opportunity mm-hmm. to recognize as adults that, you know what, games are fun, people. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it was. It's really funny too how we laugh at ourselves when we're playing, and I, I find that interesting. We truly laugh at ourselves, and we're also quite competitive, right? Yes, absolutely. And I wonder if it's because in that situation we give ourselves permission to just have fun, be silly, make mistakes, go for the go for the hard shots and you know it doesn't matter if you you know basically get it all wrong and it goes flying out the window or something. Um, I think it's that that permission piece that we don't give ourselves in everyday life, but in that instance we're like, yeah, like let's just go for it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, this is about when we think about this, you and I have been spending time together as you know, we've been working together and you're getting ready to launch Gimme the Joy. I love that phrase, Gimme the Joy. And I think I said that to you when we first met. And there's something about joy that we don't approach in that way, that assertive way. We just don't do it. And I don't understand why we don't do it, but that's part of what you're bringing to the airways. So what does this mean, Gimme the Joy? Yeah, great question. And do you know what's funny? It wasn't until you and I really started to talk about it that I really uh, kind of could see how this particular phrase reflected that outlook. So it really is um, kind of all around acknowledging that we joy is our birthright so that's my philosophy that's how I approach my work you know we are all innately joyful beings I kind of sometimes talk about it like we have a well of joy inside us Um, so it's there for the taking is kind of how I think about it but what we don't do is be really uh, conscious really intentional 
really focused and prioritized joy in our lives. And it's just not something that we're taught, that it's so accessible to us, but we don't necessarily know the things to do or the ways to think about life to access it on a regular and daily basis. And, you know, this is really part of us being able to truly ask for what we want to. I mean, it, it's, it's one thing to be talking about joy. And it's another thing to be reminded that it, it has been given to us in our innate characteristics. See, we have the ability. We have that ability. And yet we deny ourselves that. Yes, that's a really uh, tricky one for a lot of people because mm-hmm. one of the things that I, you know, we can see, most of us, a lot of people can see this out there, is we've kind of been conditioned in a lot of ways to think that we don't necessarily deserve joy, that life should be hard and there shouldn't necessarily be enjoyment or ease or joyfulness in there. So a lot of the times, and it's a really tricky one, a lot of the times we're actually resistant. It's funny, like, so consciously we'll say, yes, I really would love to have more joy in my life. But on a subconscious level, we're actually resistant to having that that beautiful, fulfilling uh, emotion in our lives on a regular basis. Well, you know, let me ask you this question. Either, you know, folks have heard me talk about how this you know, being able to do this fabulous show with our listeners, they're incredible, how it happened to me. But what was it about your life and your life's journey that pointed you in the direction to really look at joy and then to help other people learn how they can absolutely declare, give me the joy? Yes. Now, that's that's an interesting one. I believe that, you know, they say, you're put here to, you know, you need to learn what it is you're going to teach, you know, that old that old chestnut. Um, that was certainly, I, I guess, would be the case for me in my experience. So when I was young, I was always a bit of a seeker. I was always like, there's got to be more to life than this. So I was always wondering where that piece was that I felt was missing. And as I kind of got along into my 20s, you know, I experienced, um, you know, depression and lots of those things that a lot of people experience. And eventually, you know, I kind of made my way out of it through various different things. But one of the pivotal moments I had was I remember sitting at my desk uh, when I was about 30 and I was sitting there, I was a journalist at the time, just sitting there typing up some stuff. Uh, and all of a sudden, I had this incredible welling, a bubbling up of joy in my physical body. And at that time, I was like, I wondered, I was like, where did that come from? So I really racked my brains. I was like, was it my boyfriend at the time? Was he, you know, did he just send me a nice text? Did my boss say something nice? Did I read something in my email? So I kind of cast around looking for where did that come from? And all of a sudden, it just kind of like burst upon me. It had, it was just a bubble of joy that had welled up on the inside of me. And it was the very first time that I really connected with the truth that it's inside me. And from that moment on was kind of like my real journey of figuring out, okay, so if this can happen all by itself, how can I be active about making this a a possibility and a reality more often? So, and that's kind of been the journey Mm -hmm. over the last um, decade is, you know, finding all the tools and the different ways to actually allow that more consciously into your life. Yeah, and I want to just tell everybody, Lynn is going to bring this fabulous hit show, Give Me the Joy Radio, to the airwaves June 14th. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about now that we're in the vibe of Give Me the Joy, now that we're there, how do we actually enact it? 
how deep do we have to go in order for us to believe, folks, you hear me? You got to believe. Kelly Clarkson believed. You got to believe. Got to believe that you can get it when you ask for it. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet. Welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. Tune in to E3 Influence Radio. Own your impact. Master your world. In this new hit show, Sarah Luce, empowerment coach and spiritual mentor, teaches us how to achieve our greatest potential to positively affect everything and everyone. The time is now to enlighten our minds, empower our hearts, and take energized action to raise the consciousness of our planet. Sarah shows us how with simple, easy-to-implement steps. To find out more about Sarah Luce and her E3 Influence program, visit sarahluce.com. Interested in deepening your spiritual practice? The School for Esoteric Studies offers online training to spiritual seekers from all paths of life and individual coaching. Our courses synthesize Eastern and Western spiritual traditions based on meditation, study, and service applied to everyday life. To learn more about our courses and services, please visit www.esotericstudies.net. Searching, looking for a sign, a message you need to hear from the great unknown, from the most mysterious place that is the most familiar to your soul in the depths of who you are. The universe puts someone here to talk to, someone God gave a blessing to that you may find insight with. TheAngelLady.net, 1-800-323-1790. To see your life from an angel's perspective, book a personal consultation with Claire Candy Hoff, angelic walk-in angel Ariel at Angel Healing House. Candy provides intuitive counseling, Reiki, and angel readings in person in Los Angeles or nationally and internationally via phone or Skype. She will channel the practical tools you need to transform your life. Call now, 831-277-3716 or visit angelhealinghouse.com. If you're dealing with fear and anxiety, you've probably noticed that the more you fight these emotions, the stronger they seem to get. Dr. Friedemann Schaub, the author of The Fear and Anxiety Solution, explains that instead of suppressing, we need to identify and resolve the deeper, subconscious root causes of fear and anxiety. His personal breakthrough program has helped thousands worldwide to overcome their emotional challenges. To learn more, visit thefearandanxietysolution.com and schedule your free consultation with Dr. Schaub now. Oh, man, that's it. Benny's in the groove today. There we go. (laughs) Welcome back, everybody. I'm so thrilled to be introducing all of you to Lynn Horde. And why? Because she is getting ready to launch her show, Give Me the Joy Radio. Uh, But before we talk about, you know, what is it that we have to do? 
How do we have to, you know, what do we have to look at? How do we have to grow in order to have more fun? How to have fun-filled relationships? How to literally, as they say, have it all from the inside out? What's the best way, Lynn, for people to find out about the show or to find out more about you? To find out more about the show, you can actually head to my website, um, www.linhord.com forward slash radio, and there's a page up there. And, of course, on my website is all of the other things that I do. And also, if anyone's interested, um, I've got a Facebook group called Give Me the Joy, obviously on the lovely Facebook. Uh, so you can join that. And I pop in there regularly with posts and Facebook Lives and stuff as well if you want to continue the conversation. Awesome. And there will be much, much more information that we'll share with you throughout the show on how you all can plug in. Um, let's talk about this level of connection as part of your journey as well. You, you know, when we think about um, creating more more joy and going deeper, especially in relationships, and we are in relationship with each other, there's no question. You know, we all live on the same planet. Um, but how do we uh, help ourselves, especially when we're looking for intimate relationships, especially where we're looking for getting closer uh, to that that one person, how does focusing on joy help do that? Oh, I love this one. Thanks for asking. Um, yes, relationships and bringing joy to you know the connections that we have with uh, with others. It can be such an incredibly powerful tool and fun. That's what I love about it as well. So the first thing really to recognize is that we need to bring our own um, joy to the relationship. So, you know, a lot of times we can think about when we're in relationship that we often look to the other person for kind of filling that up for us. So it's just obviously, first of all, to remember that, you know, really keep in touch with what brings you joy as a person and make sure that's a part of your life. So that's kind of like a, a thing we can do as individuals. And then when you're you're in relationship with somebody, it's really remembering that, um, you know, you did actually like this person at the beginning at some point, you know, wherever you're at with them right now. And it's reconnecting with that because it can get lost along the way. You know, life happens, you know, things happen in life, kids happen, career changes, moves, you know, all of that stuff. And sometimes we lose touch with that connection of that fun, that that person who we fell in love with, who we like to spend time with. So it's really remembering, um, you know, what that is. And I really encourage people to have, um, what do you call those, date nights, you know, date nights or fun days or, you know, time together so you can reconnect around those things. What do you have in common again? Uh, so it's things like that. And the other, my other favourite one in terms of bringing that sense of joy back to a relationship and that, that connection and intimacy is remembering to appreciate. Um, and this is not just for intimate relationships, for all of our relationships, is remembering to really appreciate people. You know, sometimes our brains are quite trained to look for ways we can criticise or where things aren't working or you know, someone's not taking out the trash and, you know, things like that. And I know they can be annoying, but if that's all we're focusing on and that's all we're communicating around, then we can lose that connection. We can lose that joy in each other. And so a way to bring that back is definitely by really appreciating each other and doing that in a verbal fashion. So actually saying to someone, you know what, I really appreciated that, you know, you took me out tonight. Thank you. It's a couple and of you, tips. And isn't that interesting how powerful our words are? You know? Yes. Yeah. 
because they are representative of joy as well. And let's talk about that. We hear a lot about how joy is an inside job. But Mm. at some point, that inside job hits the outside. Yes. So language is actually is hugely important in the way that we kind of shape our world into one that is joyful. So be really conscious. And it's something, a journey I had to take myself. I had to really start to look at, well, how am I speaking about the world around me and my experience? And how am I communicating with others? And in relationship, particularly, it's being aware of when we're kind of getting away from the blame and shame um, that we can, we just, sometimes we've been taught that. So, you know, that's sort of sometimes how we've been uh, kind of conditioned to relate to people, but recognizing to get away from that and really use language that is empowering, that asks for what we need and want, you know, in relationship. And it's really about taking ownership when you speak. So, you know, I feel, and, you know, when this happens, you know, this is how it impacts me. So it's really, Uh, learning that how you can use I statements and how to take ownership of your language so that it reflects actually the experience you want to have. Yeah. You know, there is all of us, we get to look at uh, life's uh, challenges and obstacles. I mean, you know, I've talked about them a lot, Lynn. I've talked about, you know, some of the things I went through in my life. And I, and I must say, when I was going through them, I wasn't able to talk about them the way that I step back and reflect upon them now. Um, I don't, I wasn't able to look back and say, yeah, you know, my mother's death at an early age opened the door for me to have a second mom who taught me so much about the practicality of life and perseverance. But here we are today and you're offering tools and you're sharing what you've learned, not just in our lives and relationships, but also in our work lives in our daily lives, what happens when our joy gets depleted a little bit? Yes. So there are lots of things, obviously, that can deplete joy. And I kind of talk about uh, joy. So in order to, so for instance, a lady emailed me this week and she was actually saying um, that she was a bit depressed. And she's like, I can't even feel joy. I don't even remember what that was like. So it's recognizing that there is a spectrum and, you know, you've got to figure out where you are on there. So for someone like her, it's going to be, you know, that's not, that's full scale depletion. And she really needs to look at like self-care and getting help for her depression and things like that. So it's, so that's, you know, and I encourage her to go and do that. And then you've got someone who things are kind of, they're okay in life, but they're feeling a little bit depleted. And that's around looking at your self-care. I think people really underestimate this. Look, it'd be, I'll be honest. It is hard to be joyful when you are sleep deprived. I have a friend of mine who is a mum with two young kids. And she's like, Lynn, I really want to feel joyful. She's like, but I just want to go to sleep. <laughs> So, you know, so it's also recognizing like, are you looking after yourself from a self-care perspective? You're getting what you need physically, um, you know, sleep and exercise and all those kinds of things. And then it's the next level above that is actually looking at right. So how can I consciously bring joy into my life by doing things that I enjoy? And that's the next step. Like, do do you actually know what you enjoy? And we're talking small things as well. 
you know, yeah. most of the time I'm talking about small things and we can get on to that, like the whole joy versus happiness thing. Um, but there are a couple of really um, simple tips to begin with. Recognize where you are in life and then kind of figure out what you need to move yourself to the next level because you can't necessarily grab joy from wherever you are because you might be in the middle of grief, you know, for somebody mm-hmm. who's died. And yeah. I certainly wouldn't say to someone in that situation, oh, you know, don't worry, you'll be you'll be able to feel joyful tomorrow because, of course, that's not human experience. No, it's not. And you know what I love about what you said is – you know, we can look in many places for joy and things that we relate to as joy or joyful or joy filling, whatever we want to, we, however we want to phrase that. But the thing that I love about what you said is start anywhere, really. And we're so judgmental about how our joy thing isn't good enough to be considered a joy thing. You know, do you know that dialogue that we have with ourselves to say, well, you know what brings me joy? I really like to sit and crochet. But then we're like, well, no, that's not really good enough to be. It needs to be. It doesn't. It needs to be just what it is. Right. Absolutely. It's the funniest thing. We judge ourselves. (laughs) The judgments (laughs) that we have in our head about actually trying to have more joy actually get in the way of us having more joy. <laughs> you, you, you're so right. So it's I kind of talk about it as um, meeting yourself where you're at. You know what I mean? So if you want to crochet, go and crochet. I mean, if nobody's, you know, getting burnt or hurting themselves over in the kitchen or, you know, if you've got some quiet time, you know, joy is really an expression of yourself, of your inner self. So that could be for you, you know, someone, you ping pong. Like you're playing ping pong, I'm playing ping pong. <laughs> You know, uh, somebody else is crocheting. Somebody else might like watching the birds. Um, You know, so it's really just allowing yourself. There's so much around allowing, giving yourself permission to experience joy, however you you particularly perceive it. Yeah. Um, You know, that's it's a it's a huge thing. So thank you know, it's that criticism and judgment that we Mm -hmm. have of ourselves. Um, And also another one, just to really mention quickly, because it's is that because we're not necessarily experiencing as much joy as we perceive somebody else to be, we actually judge ourselves for that as well. Oh, I'm not doing it right. Yeah. Oh, I'm not, I'm not feeling joyful today. So, and that gets in the way as well, you know, so it's a, it's a, it's a ride just like everything else in life, you know, going, you know, when you go on the path, the journey of joy, it's a ride. So some days will be better than other days and some days won't be, but it will always return if you keep focusing on it again. Well, I want to talk to you about this when we come back, about how do we bring more joy into our work and business lives or into our career lives? Um, And there is a reason for opening up this conversation. I mean, study after study after study. I mean, I've done a ton about workplace happiness and so forth. But study after study after study points to different things. And the question really is, how do we manage what goes on in the inside in the outside world? I think that's super important to look at. Um, The other thing I want to ask you about is how to protect our joy. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, I had a situation the other day that I'll share when we come back, which made me second guess. Am I spending too much time on my joy? Let's take a short break. Lynn Ward in the house. We're going to give you lots of information. Give me the joy radio. We'll be right back.
Let It Go Radio. The future awaits you. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as host Barbara Scheidegger explores the way to clarity, peace, and how to live a successful life on your terms by turning negative experiences into positive ones. Barbara's curiosity about the human experience drives her both personally and professionally. As a life coach, author, and renowned clinical hypnotherapist, Barbara knows how to move forward in a natural, organic way without side effects. If you want to grow, be sure to tune in to Let It Go Radio. To learn more, visit LetItGoHypnosis.com. Practice living in wholeness with the body tune-up. Six classes for $89 designed for radical self-healing and self-regeneration. Heal the deepest root of any challenge. The mental body was programmed in negativity, not good enough. Separate from source, you're too much, you'll never make it. The emotional body holds all the pain and trauma of emotional suppression. All the pain from this life and life's past. The spiritual body is the place you connect with your higher power, your higher self, with the image and likeness of the one. The physical body houses and expresses the other three bodies every day. Go to CorneliaStephanie.com. Evolve, become a practitioner. We need to heal, integrate, and bring into wholeness and harmony the physical body, addressing all the other bodies in order to live in our true, authentic nature. Dream on, lie high, and live adventurously on The Laura Meeks Show. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as host Laura Meeks guides you in finding your unique gifts and bringing them to life. As a certified life coach, speaker, and veteran bomber pilot for the U.S. Air Force, Laura knows how to follow a dream. She is ready to support you so you can dream on, fly high, and live adventurously. For more information on Laura and her work, visit flyhighliving.com. Stay juicy. Tune in to Your Juicy Love with me, Una Drake, co-hosting monthly with Dr. Pat, and every second Monday at 12 p.m. on Transformation Talk Radio. My show, Your Juicy Love, helps you find the dynamic, life-affirming love you've always wanted. Transform your relationships and bring peace, joy, and juicy, juicy love to planet Earth. For more information, visit unadrake.com. Are you ready to attract abundance, release stress, look and feel younger, all from your smartphone? Get Pure Light, a free mobile app with audios that transmit powerful frequencies to shift anything in your life. Created by some of the world's top energy healers, these audios have created miracles, often quickly. Enjoy the latest in conscious technology and download Pure Light today. To find out more, visit purelightaudio.com. Benny, I was almost going to sing that note. I spared you, though. (laughs) (laughs) Just me? I spared everybody (laughs) singing that note. I'm telling you. Yeah. Clearly, I'm one of these people that absolutely loves to sing. Everybody, welcome back. I'm one of these people. I love to sing. I'm also one of these people. You know, it just is not my thing, right? But, you know, we're talking about what is it that gives us joy? And how do we express our joy, no matter where we are? Uh, Lynn Horde is an expert in this field. She is that. She works with individuals. She works with groups. She works with organizations. Because we now know 
that joyful energy literally produces more revenue. We, we know that. Studies have been done about that. And it's been done in a lot of ways. Customer service organizations, for example, are one of the organizations that is studied over and over and over again about what is it that's making everybody happy? What's making people happy? Uh, it is how somebody shows up on the other end of that phone, on the other end of that customer counter, on the other end of the desk when you're going to buy a car. It is about that stuff. And here's the thing. You cannot fake it till you make it. It's joy. Lynn, before we jump back into this and we talk a little bit about, yeah, how do we bring that joy to the workplace? Again, tell folks about the radio show, upcoming radio show, and also how can they find out more about you? Yes, so Gimme the Joy Radio starts, uh, first show is on June the 14th. I'm super excited about that. And they can obviously come on to um, transformationtalkradio.com to see upcoming shows. And also they can visit my website, www.linhord.com forward slash radio. And it's on there as well. And, of course, that's where they can find out all of the other fun things I do too. Um, let's talk about this. I Before the break, what I said was, okay, I think sometimes we have to be very protective of our joy. And it's not because joy needs protection. It doesn't, right? Joy is joy. Mm -hmm. But if we are vulnerable as a person, as an individual, not everybody's like this, Lynn, but if we are vulnerable to what other people think and what other people say, we might be subjecting our joy to some outside influences and therefore what we actually do around asking or saying, give me the joy. Do you see what I'm saying? I do, yes. And I often hear about this sometimes in relationships or in friendships uh, when someone, the couple of instances, so someone might be feeling super joyful in terms of they've had a great day and they come home and somebody's bringing in a, a dark cloud because they've had a bad day. So there's lots of things in there. We might feel like we shouldn't be happy um, because somebody else isn't. So I don't think that's specifically, I'll come to specifically what I think you're talking about, but it's really worth mentioning because I hear it a lot. You know, like I shouldn't, people feel guilty, especially women, they feel guilty if they're having a good day or they feel joyful when other people's aren't. But I really would offer a perspective shift there and recognize that your joy is actually contagious. It infects other people. So it really, you know, I would um, really protect and nourish your inner joy as much as you can. And one of the ways we can do it if, you know, we are being uh, criticized for it or someone is judging us because we're pursuing joy is to what I kind of think of as find your joy buddies. Yeah. So, yeah, really find your joy buddies. It's like who are the people who are on the same page as me, who also want to have more joy in their lives, who I can talk to about this in a safe place, you know, because everybody's different. And, you know, I've had people along my journey, seriously, they look at me and they're just like, are you a crazy lady? Like why would you <laughs> even Why would you even create a business around that? Like, you know, that's silly. It's And I have actually had people look at me sideways or like a yes, dear, yes, 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 that joy thing, great, you know. So I totally understand it. So what I, you know, learned to do and I 
people might want to do this in, if they're in their own lives is just really find those people who you feel safe with and who you could call your joy buddies and allow that, you know, and then you can actually talk to them about the things that you love. You can talk to them about what you might be doing and allow, give yourself that space, that safe space to allow it to flourish within you. Does that make sense? It does make sense because I think it is really important to really look at that in that way. And then each of us really know, we know ourselves right? We know ourselves. Yeah. We know how our influence. Um, I was just commenting to you before, uh, during the break, and I said this before we went to break. I was saying, you know, I play a sport that people call ping pong, but I've known it as table tennis since my early 20s. And, you know, there are pictures of me playing in my 20s. I think Benny has a bunch of them. Uh, but the point is this, you know, it is a sport I love, I play it, I don't play it competitively much these days. I still play it really well. And like any sport, you have tools that are important to it. So you have special shoes that you wear because it's unlike any other sport, uh, except that you have to have sneaker type shoes that actually don't grip too much, right? You have to be able to slide. So there are nuances of this, but most importantly, you have to have this paddle. And when, when people hear me talk about my paddle, it, I talk about it like it's my little child. They said, they said, you're talking about that thing like it's your little child. I mean, you're explaining the thickness of the rubber, this and that. And then I catch myself and I say, you know what, man, nobody's going to understand this but me right now. And yet, I'm so excited about it. And I'm very grateful I'm surrounded by friends that honor this. But that hasn't always been true, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, the idea of spending more than $10 on a ping pong paddle is bizarre for most people. I'm not sure that I'm alone. I think there are other people listening to this that, that do things in this world that they're very, very happy about, that the rest of the world doesn't completely understand. How do we help folks literally hold on to their joy and not let uh, the joy vampires come in and suck the life out of it? Okay, there you go. That's a new term. Thank there you, you go, joy vampires. <laughs> I like it, I like it. Um, <sighs> I mean, my, my mom, as an example, she's a sewer, like she's a mad quilter. So, you know, my dad, my dad and I, you know, my dad and I, I'm not much of a sewer. My dad, like, he's like, oh, wow, okay. But, you know, that's what my <laughs> mum loves. It brings her incredible amounts of joy. She can get lost in her sewing, like, in a good way. You know, you can, she'll go into the sewing room and not come out for days, you know. She loves it. So, you know, she knows that dad and I aren't really people that she can talk to about it because it, our eyes just glaze over. But, you know, she has her sewing ladies, and she goes and they talk sewing and they talk embroidery and the new stitch and the new machine. And so she gets to nurture that joy through being surrounded by those women. And, you know, so I do come back to this whole joy buddy. It's like finding some people who are in the same um, frame as you and, and looking for that same experience. But, you know, if you're, and if you're around the joy vampires, 
you know, it, it, you really do kind of need to be careful about what you share with them because what we can do is we hope, like we hope that we share our joy with somebody and that will reflect back to us in their reactions. But the truth is um, sometimes that doesn't happen a lot. It can happen not a lot, um, you know, if you're not surrounded necessarily by the right people. So it's recognising that, allowing that person to have their their own experience. You know, they just, it's not their thing, that's fine. But really it's kind of like nurturing it like a little seedling. So if you've got that joy inside you, you know, and there's something in your life that sparks it, you know, you don't have to share it with somebody. The, the point is you just nurture it for yourself. It's like that little root, you know, keep nurturing it, letting it turn into a seedling, keep nurturing it, let it blossom. And eventually when you get to that blossoming stage, what other people say doesn't matter so much anymore. So that's yeah. a little bit of the journey. Does that make sense? Yeah, I love what you're saying because we really do have to let that within us really grow and change. Um, you know, here we are right now. I mean, we're hearing language in the news and the headlines right now about bullying. Clearly, my work has been around workplace bullying as well. The workplace seems to be this test bed, so to speak, to figure out how to maintain your absolute level of authenticity of who you are and actually experience joy. And I think while we do a fairly good job outside of the workplace, sometimes what happens is we have the workplace joy vampire. Yes, and there are so many levels to this. You know, there's the workplace culture, there's your leadership, you know, styles and what you encourage. There's believing that people are actually allowed to enjoy their work and then that actually produces a better result because there's still a lot of, uh, the, you know, corporate corporate um, companies out there who, who aren't yet on board with the realisation and like you talked about, the facts behind it now that if we can nurture joy within our, our people on a daily basis and in their roles, it's actually better for them, for teams and for the companies and for the bottom line. Um, you know, my, my, one of my favourite stats is that you know, happy people at work are 30% more productive than unhappy people. The ricochet that has on uh, companies and, you know, sick days and, and income and innovation and collaboration, you know, within teams and stuff, it's really incredible. There are so many levels on this. Um, so, I mean, obviously, if a, if a culture, if, it's, if a company can actually get on board and really think about how do we do this and it becomes the philosophy, that's the ideal but as you say, it's like what happens when you're in a company at this time, I guess, that's not even not even considering, you know, not even caring whether or not that's important for you, like you enjoying your work on a daily basis. Um, and then it gets really then it gets really curious. Then it's really down to it as an individual figuring mm. out. So what on a daily basis can I do? to bring more joy into my experience. And it can be all kinds of things. So it can be the tasks that you do, but it's also if you don't have control over that, it's things like your desk. Like what can I put on my desk that actually gives me an uplift when I look at it? Like there's small things like that. So, I mean, into my day, can I take a walk at lunchtime, you know, and get some fresh air and some sunshine? You know, can I pop by the my favourite coffee shop on the way in? Um, or at lunchtime and give myself a little boost of joy. And because it's the small things, if you can't control the bigger picture, what are the small things that you are in control of that you can inject that joy into your day? 
Yeah. And you know what I love about this? I mean, you and I, for those of you just tuning in, Lynn Hort is here. Give Me the Joy Radio starts uh, June 14th. What I love about this is you're going to be hosting a show that's going to help people create more joy in their lives every day. I, I, the thing I want to say here, and I also want to skip the break. Um, thank you, Benny, for that uh, reminder, um, is that we can be mindful and aware and we feel it when we're not getting joy in our lives. But we also know when we've energetically declared, give me the joy, and it's there. Your show is going to remind people and help people, no matter where you are, relationship, work, ping pong, whatever it is. Benny used to play darts. Whatever that thing is, I don't know if he still does. Whatever that I thing still do. is, Thanks for asking. you still do. Oh, yeah. Mr. Benny. He's like the dart dart champion. No, I was. I no, no way. I take that. I used to play more often. I've been taken back a little bit. However, I haven't lost it. Just like you and your ping pong, you know. You haven't lost it. No, yeah, no, no, no. I'm just saying. Yeah, just taking a sidestep back. Yeah, I wonder how we can. I'm going to go off topic here. <laughs> uh, I, let's have a dart ping pong. Uh, all in the same time. Transformation Talk Radio <laughs> Championship Tournament. All at the same time. That'll get all at the same time. That'll get Lynn I'm in. over here. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Oh, yeah. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. And what we'll do is we'll put the ping pong ball in the center of the dartboard and you have to try to hit it. No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> I just made that up. Um, but, but Lynn, this is what your show's about. Your show is going to really open up the door and invite people to play. Play in the field to give me the joy, right? Absolutely, yeah. Play, be curious, experiment. Uh, and I really, you know, and I want to make it easy for people because that's one of the things I think that makes me a little bit different is that I am such a practical person. My entire life I've been a bit woo, but if but I'm always like, okay, great. Love the concept. How does that help me on, my, on a day-to-day basis? So that's that people right. can 100% expect, you know, practical, down-to-earth, actionable stuff to help them move forward on their joy journey. And the other thing is I want to kind of help people also just really get that when you invite joy into your life, when you allow it in there, and like we talked about, when you go out and get it, like when you go and grab that joy that's available to you, there is so much that will transform in your life because, you know, joy has this incredible um, it's greater than the sum of its parts. When you start to bring it in on a daily basis, on a on a more regular basis than you're experiencing, it kind of, you know, all joins together and it kind of makes more joy in your life. It's pretty incredible. And, you know, it's not that difficult on a daily basis. So anyway, when you come and listen to the show, I will be sharing all of the tools and techniques that have got me to where I am uh, so that you guys can do it too. Well, you know, it's kind of like what I do for a living. People think I've lost my mind. I mean, for 10 years now, you know, uh, uh, they they used to just say, you've lost your mind, Pat. I cannot believe you're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on airtime to build a network. What, who does that? That's ridiculous. And I have to tell you that, you know, I actually had to hold my ground through a relationship which ended up poorly because I knew this was it for me. I knew it, right? Yeah. Couldn't explain it. No logic to it. So here's my question. How does following our joy help us follow the path to abundance, prosperity, and creating a better world, like actually giving stuff back? Yes, that's a great question. And one of the things I also want to point out about the journey you just shared is it takes courage. 
Yeah. So that's kind of one of the themes I can hear talking through what we've um, what we've been talking about today is that it does actually take courage to choose to lead a joyful life mm-hmm. because we do have to go up against people who disagree. We do have to stand our ground. We do have to really protect and nurture that part of us that does is sprouting joy and make decisions that allow that to keep growing within us. Um, so really good thing to point out, like, you know, it does take courage to live this joyful life. And I've got off track. What, what else did you just No, that is definitely <laughs> on track. It is so on track. And the reason it's on track is because right now, courage is one of the most important energies right now in order to create a better world. Um, and we're seeing it across the board. Um, yeah. We're seeing it in movements here, abroad, everywhere. We're seeing that courage is coming. From, I mean, we just saw it in the royal wedding. You oh, know, beautiful. The courage that it took for those two young people to come together, to stay together, to declare their love, and to show up. And you want to talk about give me the joy. Those two should have a signature on that phrase because they had to overcome a lot of obstacles to show up as them. Yeah, they really did. Yeah, and oh, it was so beautiful. I watched it all. Such an amazing um, wedding. And those two people as individuals, you know, they stay, they're so centered. They so, they're so authentic from, you know, what we see. They're real people, you know. And so, as you say, it took a lot of courage for them to do that. And what's beautiful, and I'd love to share with um, people around, you know, living with more joy is, um, joy is actually an incredibly high vibe emotion. So, I mean, if you're someone who, you know, understands law of attraction and all that kind of thing, joy is actually higher vibration than love. So, honestly, if you focus on bringing your your own joy into your own life and raising your own levels of joy, you know, you will infect those people around you in a contagious, like, fun way. You will, you know, if we're wanting to raise the vibration of the planet, you know, of, of consciousness, like, Focusing on your own joy is a way for us to do it in a fun way, you know, in a courageous way. And we can do it together because we do lots of fun things. You know, you can do lots of fun things together as, as groups, as collectives. Like, like I talked about, find your joy buddies, find your tribe, you know, and, and actually do that together. Yeah, you know, it's fascinating. Oh, my gosh, it just hit me. You watch the royal wedding. Benny, I know you, you've been hearing me talk about it. Here's how it comes to life. Exactly what we're talking about here is, is it. Off we go with this royal wedding. Meghan Markle, love her. Loved her for years. When she got the roll of suits, I just thought, I amazing. Love that show. Oh, I love it too. Uh, uh, my little uh, joy moment. Here we go. She goes, gets married. Everybody is raving, beautiful, honoring. What happens with one of our most significantly visible pop stars. Katy Perry has got nothing better to do. Here I go. I'm not going to go off on her. But to criticize Meghan Markle for her wedding gown, telling her she needed another fitting. Out of everything that you could have said, right, you would think that here's somebody that was judging contestants on American Idol. And the only thing she could talk about was in her, what, but this, see, if this was somebody other than Meghan Markle, it would matter, mm. but it doesn't. I'll tell you, go watch the BBC stuff. They are like, Katie, you better not come tour here. But you see, it's that comment that has made the headlines 
And do you think Meghan Markle is really going to care about that? No, thank no. goodness. No. Mm. Yeah, no. and it's no, and it's worth, you know, what can sometimes happen is because someone's having a joyful experience, it can make somebody feel the lack of joy within their life, and unfortunately that's sometimes how they can respond. Uh, you have just said it all. Yeah. You have just said it all. And, you know, part of this is know, what is it? Know thyself, know yeah. yourself, love yourself, know yourself, because it's got to start there. Um, mm. It's really hard. And you and I talked about this, and you're going to really address this in your fabulous radio show. But you didn't call this welcome to the joy show. You didn't call this, oh, let's have some joy. You call this gimme the joy. Now, what that means to a lot of people, that means it's not just asking for joy. It's like joy is a promise that each of us has. That is the most beautiful way of saying it because it is absolutely the truth. Joy is a promise for all of us if we go out and get it. Mm, I'm getting it today. Um, I actually get it pretty much every day. I love what I do for a living. I mean, I get to talk to you for an hour about joy. How does it get any better than that, Lynn? But you've made choices. Like, let's let's be real about this. You have curated your life so that all of the elements in it, or a lot of them, fill you with joy. You made conscious choices to get to where you are. Mm, You're so right about that. Yeah, and I have done the same. And that's yeah. like you curate, and like this is, but we have the power to do that. Courageous choices can lead us to this place. Wow. I love you. Lynn Hort, everybody. You're going to hear a lot from her one more time. And what's your personal message? Uh, how can we find out more about you? And what do you want to leave us with today? You can find out more about me at www.linhord.com. That's where all my fun things are happening over there. And I just want to leave you with the fact that you really can have more joy, more of the time in your life. Just start looking for it, focusing on it, and putting yourself in the path of joy. I'm all in. I'm all in. Yay! Me too. Yeah. Benny, give me the joy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Lynn Hort, everybody. I'm Dr. Pat. We're going to take a short break. You've been listening to us on TransformationTalkRadio.com and the DrPatShow.com and on all of our affiliates, starting with KKNW AM 1150. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. The audio was via a Skype call.